What up, everybody? You back tuned into Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. It's your boy, Tim Russell. I go by Good Life underscore Russell on all social media platforms. Like my shit, share my shit, tag my shit, do all of that. We got a special guest. He about to introduce himself. Go ahead, buddy. What's good with us? Tayshawn, bro, a.k.a. Narrow the Party Drugs. All right, so what kind of shit do you get into? Like, what what do you do? culturally what do you do artistically what do, what do you bring to the table man i get into all kind of shit like from painting uh, graffiti visual art uh i say skateboarding uh martial arts uh shit if i can if i can learn it like if i can learn it then like you feel me i basically get into it i'll be open to new shit i got you all right so you, sounds like you do a lot of shit so what do you feel like <laughs> What do you feel like happened to you that made you hungry? That made you want to do all these things and made you... Do you want to be the best at those things? Man, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, what happened to me, I feel like uh, growing growing up, like not being able to go to my home school and being uh, taken out the hood on my school bus, like seeing the difference between my neighborhood and the other neighborhoods. And okay. the schools, like, you feel me? Uh, I went to an art school, so it gave me, like, a lot of opportunity to show me, like, you feel me, different perceptions. So I knew if it was something else out there other than what the fuck I was dealing with on a daily basis, I knew that I could accomplish that, you feel me? So, okay. Was there a lot of black kids at that school? Yeah, surprisingly. It's like, okay. it's, it's a nice, it's a nice mixed crowd. So, so how, was that like a culture shock for you going to that? Did you feel like you belonged more? Did you feel like you were an outcast? Like, how was that experience for you? Like it's it's like a double edged sword to be honest. Like I had to make make my place. Like I felt okay. out of place, and at the same time, the more I like grew up, I started to like fit in. Like I I, I made myself fit in. Like I found I found a spot for me. Okay, okay, that's cool. I, I think art is is not publicized enough in our community. I feel like. Art is an artistic talent just as much as rapping is. And I feel like rapping, it's more glamorous. You know what I mean? It's more glamorized. More people want to do it because the money that comes with it, the image. But art art is such a beautiful thing to me. I, it's it's kind of like writing a book. It, it's on that level to me of you really expressing something that's in your mind, but able, like, making it to where we can see it and we can see your thoughts and your, your dreams, so to speak. You know what I mean? And... What sets you apart is a lot of people can't fucking do it. Like, a lot of people can doodle, and they can draw yeah. stick figures, but they can't fucking draw a picture that looks like you. And you look right. at the picture like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, that always, I marveled at that. I used to draw when I was a kid. Love drawing Pokemon, love drawing Dragon Ball Z, you know, pretty much straight anime shit. And I kind of got forced out of that. Like, I got forced into the sports world. And I never really wanted to be an athlete, See, you know what I mean? That's, but that's crazy. <laughs> I got forced into it, and then my competitive nature kept me in it. Like, I hated to lose. So once I really started getting good, I'm like, okay, let me get better. And let me get better, and let me get better, and let me get better. And sometimes I feel like we don't have, we don't always have a, um, no, I don't think I got one. Shit. We don't always have like a, a North Star when we're kids. We don't always have somebody who's doing like what we're trying to do and doing it at the highest level. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's hard to get perspective as a kid. And I feel like we start and stop a lot of shit 
Because we're unsure. Like, we're unsure what comes next. We're unsure if we can make money doing this. We're unsure if motherfuckers is going to approve of this. You know what I mean? And for some people, it's their parents. Some it's their spouses, their siblings. It could be whoever. But for me, it was my, my older brother. Like, I wanted to impress him, and he hooped. So I had to hoop. I had to be great. I had to be good. That was when we spent time together. We hooped together. You know what I mean? And, it, and and I didn't realize as a kid, the more I got into hoop, it forced me out of art. Like, I had to make a decision of what I was going to put my time into. And now that I'm older, I feel like I want to do so much shit because I don't feel like there should be that choice. I feel like you, you should do whatever the fuck you want to do. Exactly. Why not? But... I think what separates those kids from everyone else is they're hungry. Like, they have a different type of hunger to them. And they feel like they're deserving of this shit. Some people just feel like, oh, I would be lucky, you know, to get an art scholarship or to grow up doing commissions and making money. Like, I would be lucky. Other kids feel like they deserve that shit. Like, you need to be giving me your money for this shit because nobody else can do what I do. You know what I mean? And I feel like... A lot of young black kids don't have that hunger anymore. I, I think we're losing that and we're becoming complacent. We're becoming like, okay, I can be the middle of the pack and I'm cool. Like, I want to be a front runner. Like, I don't really want to do anything that I'm not standing out. That don't make me consent. Like, I agree with you with the, uh, like, the pushing into, like, the sports. Like, I was like the, you know what I mean? I'm like six foot fucking three. Uh-huh. Uh, all my family members try to push me into basketball. Like, I did the shit, but it's just like, I ain't really, I wasn't really passionate about it like mm-hmm. I was with art. Uh, art is like therapeutic for me. I used to mm-hmm. jot down shit when I was 14. For me, not having a father in my life, period. Like, I couldn't go to my mom about certain shit, so I had to go write shit down in the notebook and then come come scramble to it later and shit. Uh, with art, that's a way of me um, I'm expressing, you feel me, anything. Whether it's me drawing a picture of a fucking bird, a cartoon character, mm-hmm. like, uh, a naked woman, like anything, bro. Like, or it, it, it kind of, it kind of builds, kind of builds my steeds. It builds my, my, my foundation. It helps me feel like I don't know important. Like, it, it, it brings, it, it makes me content. For it makes me content. It makes me happy, bro. Like, I, it shows me I can make progression with a certain talent that not everybody has. You feel me? Because mm. like everybody can play sports, but they can't play sports well. Right. I mean, everybody can draw, but they can't draw well. Right. Everybody can rap and sing, but they can't do that shit well. So it's just like, what are you really doing? What you doing for? Like, if you ain't trying to get better at it, then there's no point in you doing it. Cause this motherfuckers out here doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Trying to trying to get better. Trying to you feel me? Like the people, I feel like the people that's trying to get paid for this shit, they more pressured trying to like figure out a. Uh, 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 a pattern or a recipe and shit for certain things like the other motherfuckers that just got it like that mm-hmm. the money's gonna come period like i agree with that and i feel like um krs one talks about that a lot he says we don't try to master things anymore and he was like if you're really great at what you do the money's gonna come like people are gonna pay you for it so you don't have to chase the money like chase being great chase being a prodigy chase mastering shit versus just knowing shit like some people know english some people know words but master that shit be able to say anything that could possibly come to your mind and now you're having a different conversation might have grabbed everything but a light yeah i don't know how that worked (laughs) out but it's like I, i i feel like too we only talk about the upside of having a passion of art being therapeutic but i don't think we talk about the other side too because with passion comes emotion so have you ever had a time to where you felt like you couldn't draw 
because you something was going on in the outside world or something was going on at home or something was going on within yourself that you just it was a block you know what i mean yeah. you just couldn't yeah. you couldn't do it yeah actually i, I have like, um i've been like in situations to where i can't even like get myself in front of anything to even me create anything and then it'd be times to where i can't even create because i got so much going on in my life, whether it's drama or, or me being in survival mode, to where if it, it, it takes away from my creativity because I'm too busy trying to, you feel me, get my shit together. Like, and then once I once I get myself, you feel me, stable. Once I get my shit together, like my personal shit, mm-hmm. then it gives me the comfortability to to be able to create, you know, create and do, you feel me, what I gotta do. But yeah, I definitely, I definitely find myself uh, having writer's block or. Uh, can't sit down and figure out what the fuck to draw when it comes to like selling art or just making art period like i've I've definitely dealt with that so i think the importance of that people have to understand is we have to start like securing peace within ourselves. you know what i mean like if if you're not at peace it's hard for you to be yourself and who you want to be type vibe so a lot of times we just jump into shit that we may very well be great at. You know what I mean? We may very well be the best at, but if you're not content and secure with yourself, it's going to block that natural ability. You know what I mean? You're rendered basically to be like everybody else. Sure. So I feel like it's not always skill and talent. Like a lot of times it's within. Like we gotta stop everything we're doing to figure out what's more important. Cause sometimes, a lot of times, like we we feed into dysfunction as a culture, cause we're just so used to it. We grew up in that shit. We grew. A lot of people grew up in homes of constant fighting, constant arguing, constant hatred. You know what I mean? So it's like they we grow up in that dysfunction, and then everything we touch and do is dysfunctional. Everything we touch and do is confrontational. Yeah, that's crazy. You say that too, cause like I'm a victim for like of uh, domestic violence. I used to wake up. My mom and sister even going at it all the time, man. That shit, but like, it fucked me up. It fucked everybody else in the house up, you feel me? Just as much as people involved in the shit. And mm-hmm. I would do these things that I have, like, as far as, like, you feel me? I said I'd jot shit down or, or draw or uh, even when I picked up dancing, you feel me? Just, just other shit that I can do that it could help me express and get shit out just from pent up anger and all this other shit. So it was kind of like an escape. It was like a gateway for me to, you mm-hmm. feel me? get out so that's why like i really fuck with like anything i'm doing like I, that i've done then i still do it now like i always make time for this shit mm-hmm. like, I, now it's at the point to where i can do it and i can't stop doing this shit i can make uh, a fucking song out of thin air i can draw pretty much anything i see for it. it's just like i, I don't want to limit myself to shit, certain shit because it can't like your lifestyle and your environment can definitely affect your creativity and your process you got to know yourself you gotta know yourself before you go and do anything, for real, for real. Absolutely, because then you'll start blocking your own blessings, and you'll start suppressing your creativity side, trying to make time for other people's drama and being other people's counselor and the voice. Like you don't always have to be the shoulder to cry on. You don't always have to be right. the pinnacle of taking on everybody's fucking problems, especially if you ain't figured out your own problems. You can't. You got to start there. You know what I mean? Like, you can't pour from an empty cup. So, it's kind of like, I think people need to focus more, just start over, but within yourself, from ground one. Not saying, you know, tear down everything you're doing, but if something's bothering you, something's not right within you, like, 
seek, straight to the source. Yeah, go straight to the source. You can't save nobody else. And seek fucking yourself. help in that field if you can't do it on your own. Like, there's nothing wrong with people intervening in your life. Shit. People intervene. Like, I intervene in motherfuckers' lives all the time. Like, I help people all the time and listen to their shit all the time. Y'all motherfuckers better be listening to my shit and trying to help me with my shit. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's got to be reciprocated or you shouldn't be helping that person out. (laughs) Like, you shouldn't be fucking doing any of those things with other people if they can't, you can't even come to them about some shit that's really bothering you. You get what I mean? Like, that shit don't make no sense. Big dog. You got a lighter? You got a lighter? All right. So it's like it, it's like to me, we we set. You look mean as fuck. To me, we set the tone for how we're treated and how, you know, we react in life. And just because you're a strong person don't mean you got to be strong for everybody all the fucking time. And it don't mean that's that's your bag to deal with. When you see somebody in a situation, you know, you can help. You can help them to an extent. You feel me? Like, don't help to the point to where it's starting to fuck you up. You feel me? I had to learn that shit the hard way. Yeah, exactly. Because once you start digging them holes for yourself, it's hard to get the fuck out. Like, it's hard to fucking pretend like that shit just didn't happen. And, damn, I was there for this motherfucker for a year straight. Now I'm going through some shit, and they ain't there for me. You know what I mean? Like, why the fuck am I always helping people? But when I got a problem, I feel alone and feel stuck and feel like no one gives a fuck. Because you got to learn when to stop. Like, it ain't even like you don't give a fuck about them. It's just like, all right, look, this is what I can help you do. I'm going to meet you halfway. And when you come this way, you feel me? I'm gonna be right here. I got you. And like, I don't expect the same in return, but when I do get the same in return, it's just like, all right, mutual respect. And then that's somebody you can have her on your side forever. You feel me? You never know when they might come back. You feel me? Around and have your back. I feel like it makes the relationship stronger too. Like if I if I know you're gonna be there for me and I trust that you gonna have my back, I'm going into a situation stronger you feel me i'm going into a situation like more confident about that situation because i know i got soldiers i know i got motherfuckers fighting for me like that hunger is doesn't always come from within like i've been around such positive motivated people it's made me be hungry like i feed off of their desire to win now i want to win for them i want to win for myself i want to win for the team and we have such a fucking like secular mentality that I, I, if I'm going to win, it's going to be because of me. It's going to be my fault. It's going to be everything that I did leading up to this event. And that's not the case. Like a lot of times I draw energy from other people. So it got to the point where I'm so fucking frustrated all the time. Like what the fuck is going on? Because I had, I was around people with fucked up energy. Right. So it wasn't that I had to stop being me. I had to change who the fuck I was around because what I was doing was positive, but it was coming from a negative place. So there was no positivity that was going to be bred from it. So now I just have myself around hungry motherfuckers. I just have myself right. around people who can't fucking accept number two. And you got to be around people that's also, like, empathetic just as much as you. Because, you feel me, I feel like it brings a certain type of understanding. And one thing, too, that I learned, like, always I was one of them niggas that tried to do everything itself. One man band, I do this myself. I mm-hmm. produce myself. I, you feel me, record all that. Like, you feel me, I, I realized that. I can't do shit without God. 
You yeah. know, if you ain't got a belief system, you ain't got none of that. You feel me? How, how you expect anybody to believe in you? You don't believe in yourself. Ain't nobody mm-hmm. gonna believe in you. If you don't fuck with your shit, ain't nobody. Don't expect nobody else to fuck with your shit. You feel mm-hmm. me? So I got this. Uh, I heard something. I don't know where the fuck I heard that, but like I'm pretty sure you heard it too. Godfidence. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. Shit, that shit. I've heard that before. Me. What's up with it? Yeah, I've heard that before, and, and I feel like that's a real thing. And we get too much into. Okay, this person believes this, this person believes that. What do you believe in? And if you believe in that, how are you following that word? Or how are you following that influence? A lot of times people will say, oh, I'm this, I'm that. But it's like, okay, how do you live up to that? Right. Like, it's fun saying we're shit, but how are you actually applying that to your life and the things that you actually fucking require in life and that you want? Like, how are you using that? channel to get to where you're trying to get to and i feel like a lot of people don't know and there's nothing wrong with not knowing but stop feeling like we're there when we ain't there it's okay right. to say i'm not there but i'm going i'm getting there i'm headed there but i'm, I'm just not there yet yeah, you ever heard that saying uh fake it till you make it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm still trying to understand that shit <laughs> i don't get that you know what i mean i don't i, I get I feel like anything in the world somebody can make sense of. Like, if they say some shit, they can make sense yeah. of it. Like, I get it. I get it. But it's just like... But I don't get it. And it doesn't, it doesn't add up to me. me. That ain't the wrong for me. That's like motherfuckers, you feel me? Like, you know how, like, Instagram, for uh, example, motherfuckers post on the gram uh, flexing in their uncle's watches or, uh, you feel me, and they... Uh, Homies clothes, they trading shoes and shit. Like you feel me? Females do this shit too. It's just like, all right, you faking it till you make it. Make it where? Where exactly are you are trying you to go? Going? You feel me? Why I have to, why you have to fake it till you make it when you can just look as look and see what you gotta do to get exactly. to where you need to do. Just take the steps and do what you gotta do to get to where you need to do. You ain't gotta fake shit. You can just be one hundred from the jump. Exactly. Because like, too at that point, y'all are imitating people who ain't even where y'all think the fuck they are. We was imitating rappers and doing all that shit in the nineties and in two thousands. And then the internet started getting bigger. We started realizing them niggas, a lot of them niggas living on credit. A lot of them niggas don't have that money that they pretending that they have. And in you debt, try to be like this the whole debt, time. In debt like a motherfucker. But again, it's perspective too. Some of that shit to people is important. To me, it's small potatoes. Like when everybody was worried about having old schools and chains and shit, I wasn't into that because I right. knew motherfuckers who had real wealth and real money. Right. They weren't driving old schools and doing all that shit. Right. They was putting that money into other shit of their crafts. I wasn't right. doing that at a young age. Niggas wanted to fit in. Niggas wanted to be a part of the crowd. When I got older now, I use that extra money to invest in myself right, and put in shit that's going to last for five to ten 15 years. Yeah, while so, they spending their money on a fucking old school, you over here. That you, you ain't like, even going to remember where you put you in like two years. Like, you got all these up. clothes. You don't even remember where you put them two years later. Right. I don't even remember where half the shit I wore in high school is. I don't nah, know what the fuck. It lost, stolen, pawn, nigga. Nah, I don't look, know what the fuck look, happened look, to it. Stolen, uh, 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 leaving at your, your, your ex's crib, your girl's crib, your homie's crib. You spilled something on the shit. Yeah. Like, nigga, <laughs> that's $200. Name, name band drawers, Levi pants, all, all the designer shoes or... All the p- most popular shoes you can ever have, nigga, lost that shit. You feel me? And just like, you can't be materialistic. You can't be trying to go after something you see somebody else going after because exactly. of look cool. You gotta be doing shit for yourself. You feel me? Because, like, when it come down to it, you feel me? Like, at the end of the day, you're gonna be by yourself. You ain't gonna be with them niggas you saying. You feel me? You ain't gonna exactly. be with none of them. You're gonna be with you and what you got in your savings. You feel me? And at the end of the day, you can't lie to yourself. So, how much of that shit do we actually miss? How many of that have you ever even been thinking about before us having this conversation? I don't think about none of that shit that's gone because it wasn't supposed to fucking be here. The shit that you miss and reminisce is the shit you really feel like you lost. You know what I mean? Whether it's a person, whether it's a thing, whether it's, it's a business, a scholarship, an opportunity, like you fucked up. And that's cool. 
but use that channel that anger and intensity and sadness into hunger. Make, it, make, make it, that yeah, make now, okay, if I ever get in this opportunity again, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to squander that shit away over materialistic shit that I really didn't give a fuck about in the first place, but I let a bunch of motherfuckers convince me this shit was important, and now we're 10 years down the line, and we're those same motherfuckers who was doing the convincing. And the people who are getting outcast, the people who are fucking toned in, honed in on their fucking craft is killing it and they doing they right. shit and they wasn't worried about best dress yeah, you crash before you land. <laughs> like that, that before you they wasn't worried about fake gold they that's wasn't like, worried about going to the club or none of that yeah, shit i feel like that's a theory though to fake it till you make it like that shit is so you feel me like that's it, dumb, it as fuck, cool, dumb as fuck because for one you feel me you faking <laughs> you feel me you faking and then on top of that you you trying to take shortcuts exactly so then you ain't learning what you really need to do exactly who the fuck you trying to become as an artist so when you finally get there you finally get there you're like all right damn i gotta keep doing this shit now exactly and then it's like all right you got this whole motherfucking ego that you done built on Mm. wanting something the wrong way facts bro And, and again once we get older we start hearing different shit it puts your life in perspective like drake said the realest shit ever like why y'all niggas is out partying i'm at home making the music y'all party too right like Like, that shit put my whole life in perspective (laughs) like wait a minute so when i started really promoting nigga i only went to the club when i was getting paid i didn't go to the club for free no more i didn't go out to kick it no more i'm only in this bitch because i'm getting paid to be in this bitch i see that shit so y'all niggas think i'm doing what y'all doing because we in the same spot you feel me y'all think something is obtainable because you're around me but you can't fake success you can't fake like you can't fake real grind you can fake an image any day of the fucking week but who cares about an image a video holds more weight than a picture you know what I mean? Because we have more substance and more content. So now I'm going after actually seeing the shit happen in motion versus just seeing a picture of, oh, look, I was next to a nigga with some money. Okay, cool, but where's your money? Right. <laughs> right. I'm next to a nigga who out here killing it. Okay, cool, but where's your grind? Where's your hustle? Where's your shit? Y'all just want to be close to niggas who's doing it, but talk about doing it all the time. And it's right. like, I don't knock niggas for wanting to work jobs and be mediocre. That's cool. That's you. Again, I don't knock that. But stop coming and saying, I want to be this artist. I want to be this. I want to be that. I want to do that. But you don't have what it takes to do those things. And then you hate on the motherfuckers who's doing it because they have what it takes to do those things. Nigga, they're not trying to be better than you. They're trying to be better as themselves. So you need to find what you're good at and try to be the best at that because now we can celebrate each other. You're hating on me because you're trying to do something I'm good at that you're no good at. And then another thing, too, is like, between a motherfucker that's going like uh, uh that's doing that shit even me for all the wrong reasons then you got somebody who's really in a struggle somebody really doing the shit when, when it comes down to creation and then you feel me like presentation like say this motherfucker that's faking it till they make it they got some shit it's fire it sound cool it's fire you feel me fucking with it's a vibe but then this other motherfucker right here that's really been through everything he talking about you can feel that shit just like when you listen to a song like all right yeah all right that's 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 hot Oh, now they shit right here, I feel that shit. I know that shit's real, you feel me? I can feel that the motherfuckers is telling the truth, you feel me? You can feel that shit just through the energy, period. Like, that's some shit you can't fake, bro. That's some and shit then you that fake. created, it within hip-hop, within music, that created what hit wonders. And then that also created Nas's and Jay-Z's and yeah. Dr. Dre's, niggas who were born for this, it seems like. And then you got people who was hot for a summer, if that. Right, ASAP Ferg. <laughs> like, I ain't trying to knock my nigga, but he's not the most talented nigga out there as far as, like, an ASAP mob. But you know He's I mean? not at all. But <laughs> what he's doing, 
Like, what Rocky did with ASAP is what I'm trying to do. He put a bunch of niggas on who was even questionable to be doing this and would have never done this without ASAP. Ever. And having that ASAP on the front of their names made their stock go up. Made their value go up. No matter what the fuck they was putting out. And I fucked with um, Yams and them. Like, there's people from the camp that was actually good. And I feel like they wouldn't have had a lane without Rocky because... Skill isn't the only thing. You still have to brand. You still have to right. market. You still have to network. And people have to fucking like you. It costs right. nothing to be kind to a motherfucker. It costs nothing to reach out to a nigga and say, hey, I see what you're doing. I think you can be next level. Like, let's sit down and talk about that shit. Right. And on that, uh, that subject, I want to touch on that subject you were saying, like, when motherfuckers be, you know what I mean, spending their checks on, on, on bottles and shit and celebrating <laughs> on the weekends and shit, like. You work. You mean to tell me you work a nine to five? You, yeah, like what the fuck are we <laughs> celebrating? Like you trying to look, you trying to look like somebody else. Niggas just smoking on the gram and all this other shit. Like who the fuck is you doing this for, bro? Like <laughs> you gonna be the same nigga, nobody. same bitch doing the same shit. And nobody does that anywhere, everywhere. And then we... you gonna wonder why you ain't progressing, why you ain't really getting what the fuck exactly, you, you spending your money in your bag, like. That shit, that shit's like it's dumb a repeating cycle. That's that's the cycle they 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 putting niggas in. So you can stay where so you're you can at. Stay where you at. So the placeholder. Fucked up on everything. Exactly, but that is Some that that shit. that understanding literally again is perspective. Everything in life goes hand to hand to me. In sports, there's playoffs and there's a championship. Who do you see fucking cutting down nets and popping bottles, winning the first round of the playoffs? Nobody, because we ain't won shit yet. Right. We're winning, but we ain't won shit yet. We ain't did shit yet. You don't get to do that until the championship, and there's only one fucking team that gets to do that. That's the winning team. There is no second, third, fourth, fifth. There's not even trophies for that shit. Like, you get one fucking trophy because you won. Now you can celebrate because all the hard work that you put in is now it's to an end until it starts up again. But niggas is trying to celebrate while they're working. Niggas is trying to take breaks why they should be on the clock. Niggas is not putting time into themselves, but they find a time to kick it. And they find a time to chill and they find a time to do shit that that brings no value to your life. And that's that's when that's when the fuck that starving comes in. You feel me? If you starving, you know when you next opportunity you get to make a song or eat Mm -hmm. some motherfucking food, you gonna you gonna embrace that shit. You gonna appreciate that shit. You feel me? You gonna you gonna you gonna make sure you got that shit. You feel me? In the Mm -hmm. back, you make sure you you good until your next meal or your next track or your next whatever it is. And that started with y'all, bro. The, the term starving artist was coined from y'all because so many people back in the day, scientists, painters, activists were not getting paid for that shit. People got to understand a lot of this great work we see nowadays, they were not renowned when they were alive. People did not fuck with them. Like they weren't making crazy money like the Einsteins. He spent a lot of time. His life broke. Like, he wasn't getting recognized in awards until later on in life. That was a lot of them. So they literally were starving artists because they kept doing this shit, but they weren't getting fed from it. Right, and the reason why they was doing it is because they passionate about it. Exactly. So it was bigger than the money. It was bigger than the recognition. Again, the recognition and the money is going to come. Nowadays, back in the day, they didn't have that advantage we have now. It's 2019. You know what I mean? You can post videos on the internet and get paid. So you telling me you can't be hungry right now? I think it's just getting complacent because there's so many more options. I'm hungry because now I got 10 more things I can fucking do than I could have in the 90s. Now I got 20 more things I could have do that I didn't even know people were fucking doing and making money from. Right. That make me more hungry, not more complacent. Yeah, because we not more. I, oh, I got to do less. That made me more like shit. I got to do more. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like everyone just got to adapt that mentality and just be fucking hungry. But be hungry for the food that you want to ingest. Don't be hungry for the next nigga's plate. Don't be hungry for a bag you see another motherfucker in. Find your lunch bag, my nigga. Be hungry for that shit. 
Like, walk around with that lunch bag like there's no food in it. It's hungry. I got to stock this bitch up before I can eat. Not get one apple in that bitch, and now I'm stopping to have a picnic. Fill your motherfucking plate up. Fill your motherfucking buffet up. Be hungry. And then eat. Because I enjoy food the most when I'm at my hungriest. I enjoy a meal the most when I ain't ate in a couple days. I'm grateful for this fucking meal. When I'm eating all the fucking time, I'm throwing shit away. I'm wasteful. I don't care about this. I don't remember this taste. I don't fucking... This was lasagna. You know what I mean? When you ain't ate in a week, nigga, that lasagna is the best. You Garfield, my nigga. (laughs) You don't need no fork, no knife. You sticking your face in that motherfucking pan like... Cause you, cause you know, I waited for this and I, I built myself up for this. Yeah, that lasagna hit different when you it started. It hit fucking different, bro. You tasting every little note, like nigga, did you, man, you add something to this? Yeah, I, I feel you. You appreciate this shit. It's better. Yeah, you know what I mean? Then you go about your shit or whatever you do. It's, it's a lifestyle. You ain't gotta worry about faking shit. Exactly. And, and then on top of that, it's just like, all right. This my shit. I got this shit. You feel me? Can't nobody take that from me because this is all I got type shit. You unlock the secrets to the fucking universe by just being yourself and going after what you want to go after. But when you go after what other people want for you, you can't be yourself because you're trying to be them. Yeah, you so you'll never reach you. You're going to get close to reaching them sometimes, but you'll never reach them either because you're not them. You haven't been through what they've been through to even love what they love. So love what you love based off your experiences, your life, your love, your hate. Like, Find your niche in that aspect, not, damn, this shit really working out for him. Maybe I could do this. No, it ain't about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not about mimicking shit. Stop trying to hop on motherfuckers' wave and start your own. It's it's more than enough. Exactly, (laughs) bro. And that's why niggas can't stay hungry because y'all ain't passionate about the shit y'all doing because this is somebody else's life you're trying trying to to reach on another motherfucker's plate. Exactly. So they're hungry for their shit. You can't match that intensity because they have their backstory on why they're so hungry for that shit. Just like you have yours. That's why it's important to understand people's backstories because then you can see, like, damn, I didn't go through that shit he went through. That's probably why I'm not into that and I'm into this. And there's nothing wrong. That's perfectly perfect. Like, that's that's normal. That's great. Like, you need to fucking do that. You need to realize this is my path. Yours may be to go left. Mine's is to go right. Hopefully this shit loops around and we meet each other. You know what I mean? On the loop type shit. You feel me? But we're going to wrap it up there. This this is a great fucking discussion, bro. I appreciate having you again. My name's no Tim problem. Russell. I go by good life underscore Russell on all social media platforms. Like my shit. Share my shit. Follow my shit. Talk about my shit, most importantly. Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at it's Tayshawn, bro. Uh, search me on uh, YouTube, SoundCloud. I'm coming to Spotify soon. Uh, the Party Drugs. This ain't the last y'all heard from me, so yeah, thanks for having me on here, bro. Oh, yeah, no doubt. All right, y'all, we out. <laughs>